here we are yet again. I know it's been quite some time, and I do apologize for that, but I am back with a brand new episode right here in the only place you'd want to be, Clifton's Corner. Now, I do want to say right from the start, I apologize because I'm not using my microphone, so this episode may sound completely different from the few past ones I've done. Um, I've been gone mainly because I've been very, very emotional about the fact that Coronavirus got Big Brother Canada cancelled, and uh, I've been craving Big Brother so badly, and I didn't even realize that the new season of Big Brother Australia is here, it is upon us, it has premiered uh, as of today, like recording right now, the third episode is out in the wild, it is released, because you know, I think Australia is like 14 hours ahead of us or something, so of course, we have plenty to talk about. Uh, for this episode, I do just want to cover just the first episode of Big Brother Australia 2020. What's changed? The house guest, the house itself, uh, Big Brother himself. We're going to cover everything. I'm going to try to cover everything because, you know, my brain and how it works and how I jump around. So, stay right there. Sit tight. I'm going to do this right now so I don't have to do it later. Don't want to interrupt anything. Here is a message from our sponsors. And we are back. So let's get right into it. Big Brother Australia 2020. Now, this season of Big Brother Australia will be completely different from any other season of Big Brother Australia, simply because they've adapted the season to be more like Big Brother US and Big Brother Canada. They've added competitions, like real competitions. Not just some silly little dress-up comp or something like that, no. These people actually have to work now in like comps, and it's kind of cool. Um, what is not cool is the fact that out of 20 housemates, only 12 moved in to start. Uh, now, normally I go through the entire cast. This is honestly something I'm not that invested in. Like, okay, that just sounds terrible. Um, I'm, I'm invested in this. I'm just not as invested in this as, say, an American season or Canadian season, and here is why. Uh, this season is, again, completely different from any other season for the fact that it is entirely pre-taped. The whole season was shot, um, I think they started shooting in February, and then they were running, you know, running through the days and the weeks. Um, COVID-19 happened, and from what I have heard, the ending of the show was... I don't want to say rushed, uh, I'll go ahead and say fast-forwarded, and therefore we, well not we, but producers already know, do they know who the winner, Australia votes for the winner, I have a strong feeling that as the game progressed and everything happened, there clearly became this front runner, and then as we watch the season, the episodes will clearly give us a winner's edit. Um... So far, oh, I do, I do want to say my draft before I say this. Uh, Angela, Allen, and Talia are my three that I'm picking to roll with. Since 12 house guests went in, those are the only 12 that I'm picking from. So the other six, I'm... I'm six. Damn, Cliff Tone. The other eight, I'm not even going to deal with right now. Um, they don't exist. Who are they? We don't know. 
that that's how I'm, I'm rolling about this. Um, I really feel like so far the person getting a winner's type of edit is uh, Alan. And I feel like the edit that he's getting is either because he'll be an early boot, he'll be a very late boot, boot or he won the game. Um, now, I really, really, really love Angela's personality. Like, oh my gosh, I want her to go nowhere no time soon. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it, with, out of the knowledge that I have on Big Brother, she's the only person I've ever seen <laughs> argue and like go back and forth with Big Brother, and I absolutely love it. She gives me so much life. Uh, and Talia. Talia is someone that I just... I see her as she's, she can really be a threat. She has the, the potential to be a not only a comp threat, but a social threat as well. And that will get her very, very far in this game. Especially if you're able to win. If you can win, you can, you can do anything, baby. <laughs> um, now, these house guests are like people, well, from all walks of life uh, in Australia. But... And they they haven't really made an impact on me yet. Uh, the way that they chose to like edit the episode and introduce the house guests, like introduce them throughout the entire. I absolutely hate when shows do that. Please, I uh, I wanted these people introduced at the beginning, run through them all real quick. Let's get that over with. That way, once we're in, and especially now because these house guests moved in without a live audience, which really 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 it like bothers my spirit but but I, I just really have not gotten the opportunity to like connect with the house guests i i love like my thing about bbuk was okay uh, uh you see a housemates vt they come out they speak a bit with emma you get, you get to learn a bit they go into the house boom then next person, boom, boom. I really, really, really wish that Big Brother Australia had a proper launch night. I feel like had they had a proper launch night, this season would sit so much higher and so much well in my spirits. But as of right now, it doesn't. Uh, I'm hoping. Look, look. I'm hoping that changes because I'm I'm open to change. I'm very willing to change. So I'm hoping that this season. Moves me in a different direction because right now, at this moment, it's not honestly the best thing popping. Especially, I've been craving Big Brother, so any hit I can get right now, I'm good for. But I, ugh, I'm not really feeling everything about this season so far. Um, the house, I, I do love the house design. I really wish again. I, I watched the house tour, um, prior to the like the season launching. But I really, I felt underwhelmed by it. Like, I felt not underwhelmed, but unfulfilled by it. I wanted more. I, I needed more of a house tour. Um, the diary room, of course, we're, we're going in that direction. The diary room door alone, mind you, the chair should be the topic of conversation. But the door, the way the door slides open is so freaking cool. I want one of those doors in my house so, so badly. Um, the diary room chair. I love it. It's very simple, simplistic. It matches the the whole the new modernized sleek Big Brother I'll show you a 2020 theme. So it it's it's nice. It's nice. 
Um, moving on to those competitions I was talking about. Now, our first competition here in Big Brother Australia 2020. That is a mouthful. Um, <laughs> our house guests are laying on like a, a swing, like a full body swing. And we're, we're swinging out and we're arcing. And we are trying to place balls on like very short pedestals. And each pedestal ranges in like a difficulty. The ones on the outer ends, it's super easy to place your ball. And the one in the very middle is the most difficult. There's five pedestals. I'm glad I'm not on YouTube because I held up four fingers. Um, there's five pedestals, middle being the hardest, which is completely understandable from a, like a, a challenge aspect. You want it to be difficult. So that middle one, if I, after I've set my four on the end, that middle one I'm going to have a tough time placing. I may knock over one of like the two closest to it on either side. I may knock over all of them trying. You, ne you never know. So I did like this competition for difficulty alone. Um, secondly, why I really loved this competition was my girl Angela. Again, <laughs> just, oh my gosh. You got to watch. If you have not watched, you got to watch. And Angela, if she's not someone you fall in love with, I will cash up you $5. That is not a promise. Um, on to nominations. After this competition, uh, my girl Talia actually won, if I'm not mistaken, and she chose to nominate three people. Now, you get to nominate three people, which is kind of monumental. Now, the three people that uh, Talia chose to nominate were Kieran, Zoe, and Laura, and unfortunately... I really thought Kieran was going home, though, because the way he was running around the house and the way he was trying to campaign, and I didn't think people really liked the way he was coming across, um, the fact that he was the first person in the house and received a secret mission, I think that also made people feel kind of weird. Um, yeah, so I definitely thought he was going home, but in the end, Laura ended up rubbing people entirely wrong. And she ended up being the first boot from the season. Now, Laura is definitely someone who was a firecracker. Yes, she was kind of bossy. Yes, she was kind of a bitch. But yes, I wanted to see her play. I wanted to see her for more than just one episode. I I wanted so much more. I hate this. Uh, I'm not saying I hate this season, but I just hate the fact that I, I feel like a lot could have been seen from her. And we just didn't get to. It's no disrespect to Zoe. It's no disrespect to Kieran saying that they don't have games and don't deserve to be in the house. But uh, could we just have gotten more time? Could we get Can't BB? You know, without the racism and all that other misogynistic bullshit. Um, <clears throat> so, Laura was our first boot from BBAU 2020. And super disappointed but I am looking forward to the rest of the season. Uh, I, honestly, I have started the next episode. I just have not finished it. I am literally at the eviction stage, but I have not seen who goes home. I know who is nominated. I will not spill those beans yet. I will meet up with you guys next time for our next episode. And we'll reveal all that then. But for now, um, my expectations for this season. One... Uh, I really hope the episode structure kind of changes. The fact that it's, uh, like, besides, again, I've watched the second episode, and the structure of the second episode 
is pretty similar to the first, and I'm hoping that the third isn't the same, but it's like, okay, house guest chatter, diary room segments. Here's a competition, you guys. Here's a competition. Oh, my gosh. It's time. Somebody won. Somebody won. And then we move on to nominations, and then the eviction, and it's it's over. Um, I would really like luxury comps or... I would love a veto competition. I really thought there was going to be some type of veto competition, being that they made it, well, they were looking to make it more similar to the North American versions. Um, I I want more gameplay at this moment. It seems to me that the only person like truly playing the game is Alan. Uh, I'm not really good with the other names yet, but I still... If, look, if, if I thought they were playing, I would know their names. See? So that's the thing. I, I know Laura, Zoe, and Kieran because they were nominated. I know Angela, Alan, and Talia because they've made themselves known in the house. Um, as far as other names, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. But that's the thing. I'm, I'm getting into this season as I go and as it goes. And normally, you know, we have that preseason buildup, the hype before a season. We get cast reveal, and I dive into all those things. Um, but this time around, I just didn't do that. So now I'm getting into that now. I'm getting into that during the actual podcast, the character development, the character arcs, learning who I like more than who, rooting for this person, rooting for that person, all that good stuff. Um, after watching the first episode, again, I have to touch on the fact that there was no live audience during Move In, and that absolutely kills me. Like, come on, man. Um, the person that wins the power to, to nominate the three people, that's it. They win the power to nominate three people. They don't win a room. They don't win a letter from home. They don't get in. Well, from what I've seen, they don't get anything special. Um, the only thing special that has happened has been in the second episode. And we'll talk about that when we get to it in the next episode of Clifton's Corner. But, you know, I'm, uh... Um, the jury is still out for me. I know I've made a lot of us and us and said a few things during this podcast, but I'm still going forward with an open heart. I really, really thoroughly want to enjoy everything that BBAU has to offer, and I'm hoping that it, the excitement picks up for me. I'm hoping that the gameplay really ramps up. I want more than one or two people playing the game. I want everybody to, to go at it, be cutthroat. I don't want the people that are playing and that are stirring up the drama and trying to get the game going. I don't want them to be booted out because they're disturbing the peace. No. Let's play this game. Let's do this. So, uh, high hopes for the rest of the season. And this is it. That's all I got for this episode of Clifton's Corner. Keeping it nice and sweet and quick. Uh, next time we'll be diving into the second episode of season 12 of Big Brother Australia. But until then... I'm your host, your main man here, Cliff Tone, signing off.